0: Welcome to the Disneyland Forever podcast, your source for all things from the happiest place on earth. For more updates, make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disneyland Forever, and you can check out our website, DisneylandForever.com. Hello, everyone. It's Jordan. And Daniel. And we have actually a lot to get through today, including that we're going to be talking about all things good neighbor hotels at Disneyland. Won't you be my good neighbor hotel? That was a reference. <laughs> almost. Almost squirt. <laughs> so, um, for those of you who don't remember what good neighbor hotels are, those are basically, what would you call them, like Disney's sanctioned hotels that are not owned by them? Yep. Is that a good way to put it? So, I had the opportunity to go through and tour a bunch of them, or like experience a whole bunch last week, and so we will be primarily talking about those ones since now I have them under my belt, and I can tell you a little bit more firsthand what they have to offer. Oh, they must offer. be tiny if they're in your belt. I, yes, they are very small. On mm-hmm. little keychains, each of them. It's so cute. Uh, it's going to take a little while, and we got some questions of yours as well that we're going to answer, so excited for that. But I don't want to waste any time because I don't know how long this is going to take. So, do we want to start with a review? Yes. This is from Florida Jen.
1: Said prepping for the West Coast. I'm assuming C O W W dot dot dot. I, I think that's
0: what. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever.
1: <laughs> W-W-W. Uh, hap- i happened to find Jordan and Dan while searching for information on Disneyland. I'm a Floridian who navigates pretty well through the WDW resort. My son is a cast member there. We have been planning a celebratory trip to the West Coast for some time now. My son has recently completed his electrician apprenticeship program with Disney, and this trip is for him. His first time visiting Disneyland, I want to make sure, or make it as memorable as possible for him. With the knowledge and information I have gotten from listening to your podcast, I am certain it will be just that, a trip of a lifetime. Thank you for sharing your stories, adventures, and knowledge with all of us. The Floridian's Guide to Disneyland episodes have been super helpful. I look
0: forward to every new episode. Floridian Jen. You're very welcome. <laughs> and whose idea were the Floridian's Guide episodes? Definitely me. Actually, it was. <laughs> it wasn't, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> it was. <laughs> so, we're glad that it's been helpful, and I hope that you guys have a wonderful trip. So, thank you again to everyone who has left uh, r- reviews for us to read. We really, really enjoy them. So, another weekly reminder if you are feeling particularly five star ish about uh, what you're listening to, you can leave us a rating on Apple, Spotify, or Audible or you can also take a little bit more time and leave us a review on Apple, and we really, really appreciate it. Yes. We so, put smiles on our faces every time. So thank you so much for that. Um, in terms of news, I'm actually kind of grateful for this. There's only a couple of really, really small things. Uh, the first big thing is by the time that this episode publishes, Tiana's Palace will be open. Yay. So um, I will admit while I was there, it kind of surprised everyone that the Mint Julep Bar opened up early. Huh. No one was anticipating it, but it did open up early. You know, same menu as before. There's Nothing had changed. A lot of people had still been wondering, are they changing something? No. Did you have to jump over the wall to get to it? I never even went over back there. We just saw that it was available for mobile order. <laughs> <And> <laughs> they just throw the mint juleps over the wall. For some reason, they actually weren't selling mint juleps. They were only selling everything but mint juleps at oh, the mint julep bar. Okay. I don't, don't ask. I don't know. I'm sure that's different now, but it was like a soft opening thing or whatever. So uh, we are going to actually be in Disneyland this next weekend, and it's kind of a priority of mine. I don't know about for you. No. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it's a priority of mine. <laughs> I don't eat I don't eat Disneyland food anymore. It's too good. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to try out Tiana's Palace. I'm really, really, really excited for this place. I think even if the food's not even that great, it's still a slam dunk because it looks so nice. Yes. So <laughs> uh, just on Tuesday, this past Tuesday, this was the first night of Oogie Boogie Bash, for everybody. Ugurt R. Boogert, Esquire. The Uggert R. Boogert bash. <laughs> and um, it's always just interesting to watch the first one because there's usually characters or other experiences that they don't really advertise at all that are like surprises when people show up. So, as we expected, uh, Judge Doom and Yokai are there. Judge Doom from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Or as I f- said, Judge Judy yesterday. <laughs> you did say <laughs> Judge Judy. Oops. <laughs> she is not there. She is not going to be there. <laughs> I would like to see her. That would be fun. No. That would be interesting. No, uh, People have said that it's a really, really cool interaction. They, they really enjoyed it, so I'm looking forward to that. But We're not going to go there for another month. Um, then, also, Yokai from Big Hero 6 is there in San Francisco Square. Uh, looking really, it looks awesome. He looks just like the movie. And then, one new villain that we hadn't, we kind of knew to expect, it had leaked out a little bit, but it wasn't something Disney was advertising was that you can meet Lotso in Pixar Pier. Oh. He's not one of the trick or treat trails, he's a meet and greet character
1: is Sid still there yes yeah.
0: Sid is still on the trick or treat trail but then they're in front of Midway Mania where you often can meet characters that's where you can now meet Lotso and it's still weird to me to see you know you meet Lotso and he looks like his happy jovial self and then you remember oh yeah he's here because he's a villain yeah he's, he's not nice he's very evil but do you go up and he smells like strawberries I don't know I was I just wonder. gonna wonder maybe we're gonna have to meet him just to see if he smells like strawberries the,
1: the cast member helper just sprays him with strawberry for breeze every few minutes every few
0: minutes <laughs> <laughs> oh can you imagine the only reason I'm wondering if he does smell like strawberries is because I can imagine if the whole suit smelled like that the person in the oh inside would probably like want to throw up at the yeah. end
1: <laughs> or it's just scratch and sniff
0: He used to, to go do. and scratch his belly <laughs> or his butt <laughs> don't 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 do that no no don't do that no oh my gosh (laughs) this is for children children have butts too we're moving on oh i i cracked myself up. i know you do (laughs) so um like I said, I was there last week. Uh, I was there with Getaway Today to uh, tour some ho- good neighbor hotels. And then also we were there for the uh, first day of the Halloween season, which I got to say, there's not really much to report there. It was the first day of the Halloween season. But there's just a couple things I wanted to mention from my as like a mini trip report that were super fun and you guys would be interested in. So it just so happened, we didn't plan it this way, but it just so happened that our... Um, our trip, my trip, this whole thing coincided yeah, without me. Don't yes. say our. It wasn't our. <laughs> when I said hour, I was thinking of like getaway today. Oh, but yeah. yeah, Dan, Dan couldn't come. Um, it happened to coincide with the opening of San Francisco Square. So I was in California Adventure the first day of San Francisco Square, and it is even cuter than I expected. <laughs> like um, Bay what would you call him? Baymaxies, <laughs> The, the Baymacsies. Yeah, the formal Baymax would be Baymaxies. <laughs> the Matrix, matrices. <laughs> it's everywhere. You see these red and white lanterns hanging around, but then you look on the other side and they have Baymax faces on them. They're cute. And uh, the little plush they're selling. just Oh my gosh.
1: You know, so cute.
0: Yeah, there's so many things in the new San Francisco Maker's Market that are just so adorable and you want to buy them all. The one thing that people were... I was getting... I don't think that people were like upset about it, but they were surprised is that um, with the meet and greet at the, the Hamada bot shop, that's what they call it. The meet and greet. It's very rarely that you see hero and Baymax together. Mm. It's usually either hero or Baymax. And then when they happen to like, they'll see a few guests together as one is coming on stage and the other is going backstage, but they're usually not out together and, yeah, it would, it would be really, really cool to meet both of them together. Absolutely. But at the same time, this isn't unusual for meet and greets like this. No. So. Yeah, they often switch things out. Uh, so just kind of be aware that you, you can't guarantee either who you're going to see. Maybe you'll catch them during the switch. Who knows? You can. Yeah, you very well could. But they... They're, the characters are out there for a certain amount of time, I think it's usually like 20 to 30 minutes, and then they'll head backstage, and you just can't really time it. It's not a certain number of groups, it's how long it takes. So if your goal is that you're only going to be happy to see Baymax, you might have to just like sit off to the side for a while and wait for Baymax to come out. It's a possibility. But that that's just how they work character meet and greets don't try asking
1: cast members when characters come out they never tell you anything
0: (laughs) well with characters well with something like this where it's like a more permanent meet and greet they can't give you a specific time like even if you remember during lunar new year when we were trying to meet oswald and hortensia Mm -hmm. that they couldn't give us a specific time but he was like well hortensia is probably going to be coming out here pretty she should be out pretty soon (laughs) Yeah, they're very vague and, yeah. But I think it's because it's not like it's a hard and fast no. schedule. Like, you will be out at this time. It's just more like somewhere around here they should be making their way out.
1: Although, in their back pocket, they have a piece of paper that says the exact schedule.
0: <laughs> yeah, but they won't tell you. <laughs> they
1: won't tell you anything. It's very frustrating. But So,
0: just kind of be aware. I, I would be happy meeting Hiro, too. Yeah. I mean, they've never had a Hiro meeting and greet. What about Tadashi? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so don't cool. even. Although, I don't think that would work out timing-wise. <laughs> uh, so, the rest of, I had got to eat at the Aunt Cass Cafe. Which, oh, also, I told you about this. They replace the umbrellas in front of the ant Cafe so They're all pink, which matches the new motif of the ant Cass cafe. It's a lot of like blue and pink. All the umbrellas, they do a much better job keeping you in the shade than the old umbrellas did. It's fantastic. I approve of that they're change. Not totally porous. <laughs> no, And there's not a huge gap in between each one. yeah. but I just had the sandwich I had was the same sandwich they've had before. it's like a turkey club. it was It was good, maybe a little bread heavy, but it was good. Um, I got the Japanese cheesecake. Oh my gosh. It was so light and airy and fluffy. And it's not very sweet, but it was so good. That's one thing we never did in Tokyo. I know. Like I was so cheesecake. upset. We tried to sometimes, but couldn't find them. I know. It was frustrating. Uh, they also had this honey lemonade which I thought was just a wonderful... Honey, lemon. Like the character. (laughs) Yeah. Honey, lemonade. If you don't know that character, watch Big Hero 6 Who
1: sometimes calls him hero and sometimes hero. (laughs) Yeah, I know.
0: But it was really, really good. Like, it was not... Someone said online it was, like, really honey-forward. I didn't think it was. It just has, like, a little taste of honey with the lemonade and then the boba in there. And they give you a straw big enough to suck up the boba. That's helpful. So it's very helpful. I really enjoyed it. Um... And I could just go on and on about the rest of, we did a reel on Instagram. If you didn't see it, go and look at it. Cause it's, I was worried that the San Francisco gate bridge was going to look out of place and draw attention away from Pixar pier and the rest of the park. It just feels like it was supposed to be there the whole time. Like yeah, it was missing from the pictures and videos. It looks great. It's amazing. And at night it's just, it fit, it has the exact same lights on it as Pixar pier. It blends in beautifully. So love that area. It's great. Um, we also so happened to coincide our, this trip with the last day of Wondrous Journeys. And, I mean, you can expect, for me, tears were shed.
1: And there were billions of people, evidently.
0: There was quite a bit of people. Um, I was glad that we got there a little bit early. I was there about a half hour before the fireworks started, and I was there watching some other creators. Uh, some, One of them was, like, their very, very first time. A couple of them was their mm-hmm. very first time. First and last. Yeah. The show was amazing, as usual. I started crying. And then the exit music comes on, which is much more upbeat and kind of like a dance party almost. No one was moving. Hmm. I just, like, panned, panned around, and everyone was just sitting there. And then when the beat dropped at the chorus,
1: everyone started singing. everyone just
0: started dancing and singing, and no one would move. Even after the song, no one would move. The cast members had to tell people to move. Like, please get out of the way. Um, so... But it was such a cool experience to be there. And everyone was just wanting to celebrate the Dear last Disney, night. Disney,
1: change your mind and bring it back in 2024. Seriously.
0: There's been some rumors from cast members that it is coming back. Someone's wrong. I don't know who. So we heard from a Disney exec. I heard from a Disney exec. The only other thing I want to report about is the churros. Because I, I didn't get my dang fluffernutter churro because I had pushed it off to later and that was a mistake because then I got filled up with everything else and I didn't have room for it and I was so upset. You did show lots of food pictures. <laughs> I did. I did have a lot of food and unfortunately I did eat most of it myself. <laughs> uh, by the way, you're, if you don't love chai, you will love the pumpkin chai cream puff because... You don't like chai. I don't like chai and I thought that was the best thing I had. Hmm. Absolute best thing I had. Um, so I had the... I tried the churro dipping sauce that was like a sweet potato cheesecake dipping sauce is what it said. It just tastes like a pumpkin pie. Hmm. So really good, but I wouldn't say sweet potato cheesecake. I would have said pumpkin pie. I also had the Maleficent churro. It's like crusted in crushed up Oreos with a peanut butter dipping sauce. It's it's fine. It the I don't know how they cake so much of that dust mm-hmm. on there. It's, it's caked on. It just doesn't leave a lot of flavor. And the peanut butter dipping sauce is good. It's a little thick, and it doesn't taste a lot like peanut butter. But it was fine.
1: I Does know. Does it taste
0: like strawberries? Just sweet. <laughs> it just kind of tastes like sweet. Uh, I also had. Actually, it
1: doesn't have peanuts for those who have <laughs>
0: peanut allergies. Who knows? Probably not. <laughs> I also had the uh, trigger tweet, trick or treat sweets churro. Trick or treat sweets The trick or treats churro. So it's like the Twix churro. And it was quite good. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. In fact, I had to stop myself from eating all of it because it was too much. And then for this next trip, my priorities are the fluffernutter. And the coffee and donut churro. Those are my two. All right. So those are the main things I wanted to mention. I didn't want to take up too much time. Uh, We will be obviously doing a trip report next week after we get back. But we wanted to spend the rest of the time talking about Disney Good Neighbor Hotels. There were eight that I got to tour through or experience during this trip. I'll just kind of give you like a brief lowdown on each of them. And then we have questions that you guys uh, sent us on Instagram and we'll answer those as well best we can. So the first one, I'm gonna I'm listing these. No, I'm just gonna list them in the order that I either saw them, in the order I saw them. That's the way I'm gonna list them. The order in which I saw them. First, there was the Weston Anaheim. This is on Catella Avenue and Disneyland Drive. So it's actually the only one that Getaway Today didn't tour through. They do sell it, but they didn't tour through it that day. I got to stay here and um, it is like a four diamond hotel, like four star hotel. It is so beautiful. It's on the same, um, what is it? The same par as the Grand Californian because the Grand Californian is also a four star hotel, but this is much much cheaper because you're not paying for the Disney name. Yes, um, it is absolutely stunning. Uh, the rooms are are really really big. It has um some great restaurants. I'll talk about later. Uh. It's got a really nice pool area. It's not huge, but it's nice. And I love the fact that there's actually an ample amount of chairs because how often do you go to a pool area and then you don't have anywhere to sit because they have like five chairs for 500 people.
1: Oh, you mean all Disney hotels?
0: Yes. Okay. So it's not this way at the Westin, which I appreciate. Um, yeah, but the, the rooms are large. You have like there's regular rooms, there's mini suites like studio suites, I think is what they call them. And then they have larger suites, though most of them just fit anywhere between two or four people, most of them. So it's not like it's for a lot of people in a single room, but what you get, you you get your money's worth out of, out of this hotel. Uh, those ones, I can just say this from personal experience, having looked it up, uh, I've seen it as low as 230 a night. I have seen it as high as like 400 450 a night. So it depends on when you go, how much you're going to be paying. Um, it is a more premium deluxe resort but it's really worth it i'm going to talk more about the west End in a little bit uh the next one we saw was the courtyard anaheim theme park entrance this is diff- you have to look for this one specifically there's two courtyards in anaheim this is the courtyard anaheim theme park entrance
1: is that the one by the fairfield
0: yes okay. um and this one this is designed more for families the price point is very similar to the westin but it fits more people in the rooms the rooms actually have bunk beds in them they can have bunk beds in there and so they can sleep up to six in a room
1: like that, w- that would save you money.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's like if you were wanting, if you know that you have a larger family and you're gonna to need to like get multiple multiple rooms to fit everyone, the courtyard would be an option because you could could fit all of them in one room. And the bathrooms have two showers in them. Wow. They have a tub shower and then they have a standalone shower. Nice. So two people can get ready at the same time. And this one, the pool, like if you're gonna be like the literal definition of a pool, the pool is dumb. But It makes up for it in the fact that there is a water park.
1: Hmm.
0: So with a cute mascot, is that the one you? Yes, Yes.
1: (laughs) a whale. Yes, Yes. a little whale. (laughs) (laughs) So cute.
0: So it does make up for that one. Uh, The thing is, with one thing to keep in mind with the um, water park there, there are certain times of day that you still need to have a reservation because they're more high in demand. And there are two non-consecutive hours every day where they shut the park down for cleaning. But both people at Getaway Today and through the courtyard directly, they can help you make those reservations and give you the uh, the detailed schedule about um, when when you need reservations and when it's closed. There is no free breakfast on site. but there is a nice cafe that does breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And apparently, it is a Starbucks. It's one of the few Starbucks on Harbor. Hmm. Keep that in mind. That's interesting. Uh, and, interesting thing, with your driving there, they only have valet parking. Hmm. So they don't do self-parking. It only has valet. So it makes it seem a little bit more high-end. Yeah. Just with that. Uh, the next one we toured was the Fairfield in Anaheim. Dan and I have stayed there yes. before. It's good. It is nice. Um, one of the main things is actually 90% of their rooms are adjoining.
1: Ooh, that's helpful.
0: Yeah, so if you are, if you are wanting to have multiple rooms, or even if you're like, we want to have a separate room from the kids... <laughs> this is a good one to go for. I
1: do love that there's Panera and McDonald's like right there. So it's easy, quick breakfast. Super, super quick, especially
0: since they don't have any, the only food option they have in the hotel is a grab and go. Yeah. Um, they don't have anything else, but they do have that, which is something the lobby is recently redone, which it looks really nice. The rooms are actually quite spacious. Yes, they are. Um, they may not be the ones that, um, get away today sells. may not be the most gorgeous looking. But they're not in any bad shape whatsoever. They are big, um, and it's so close to the parks.
1: Yeah, evidently we did one that you can't can't get through Getaway today if you just book through. It's the the ten bon percent. Boy. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's the ten percent that they <laughs> the,
1: do. It was quite nice. The decor.
0: Yeah, but even the ones that uh, Getaway today does sell, they're still really really good. They're just going to seem a tad older, but large, a lot of space for all your luggage. And any other things that you might have purchased while you're at the parks. And obviously both of those are Marriott, so if you have the... And is the Weston. As is the Weston. Yeah. If you have boy. Um, The pool area at the Fairfield Inn is nice. It's just a little bit more, like, plain. It's small, too. It's not huge. No. Um, the next one down the street, just next door to the Fairfield Inn, is the Camelot. It's the one? It's one of the ones that looks like, like a castle. And they really lean into that. In their decor. So it can feel a little bit dark in the rooms because they're going for like stone colors or like this tufted purple um, headboards or tufted gray headboards. So it can feel a little bit dark. Sounds good to me. I'm, I'm part vampire. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I liked it inside. And it's actually, it's got this nice um, blend of modern and trying to get it like this castle feel. They do have some rooms that are like suites that have, that can fit six people. They're like two bedroom suites. There is only one bathroom in those suites, so still only one person can get ready at a time. But it offers a ton of space, and there's a seating area for you. But then they also have uh, just regular um, hotel rooms with one king or two queens. So um, it's a nice... They're they're nice. Yeah, the outside doesn't look amazing, but those... When you showed the video, I'm like, holy cow, it's really nice. (laughs) The only major drawback is the pool. Mm. The pool is on the fourth floor, and it is probably it can probably fit about five people (laughs) at a time (laughs) and it only gets about three and a half feet deep at the deepest Mm. so it's if you're going and you really want to pool the camelot is not for you if that doesn't matter to you one way or the other then i would give them a try uh because they were quite nice i was impressed with them i wasn't sure how they'd look uh immediately next door to the camelot and is the tropicana uh this one it's nice. It, they I love the bright colors that they choose because the doors are this bright aqua blue, and then the name, the number plates are orange. Hmm. It's kind of it's it really it pops, and so they're trying to use their money wisely. The rooms are nice. They're a little bit smaller than the Camelot. Um, the bathrooms aren't amazing. They're fine. They're not amazing. Um, this is probably the rooms that d- didn't impress me as much as others. But not because anything was in a bad shape, not because anything was like a deal breaker. It was just a little bit smaller. Are they a little cheaper? Do you know? I don't know off the top of my head. The Camelot and the Tropicana are actually owned by the same company. Huh. Um, but I I don't know which one is cheaper than the other. It had a nicer. The Tropicana does have a nicer pool area than the Camelot. It's not like a, it doesn't have a great like theming or a, a ton of greenery around it, but it is significantly bigger. Than, than the Camelot. So if you are thinking that you're... If you're looking at the Camelot thinking about that, but you want the pool, just go next door to the Tropicana. And I think you're going to be really, really happy with what they have. Um, are you looking up the prices a little bit? Uh, the
1: Tropicana is a little cheaper. It's usually like 200 a night.
0: There you go. So. And that's going to be... I don't think that's going to be their standard. That's probably no. just what it's showing right now is yeah. 200 a night. So it's going to be a little bit cheaper. The next two are both Best Westerns, and they're both actually owned by the same company. Uh, The Best Western Plus Park Place In and Mini Suites is what it's called. (laughs) It was a tongue twister. Uh, It is nice. Um, I'm trying to remember if the Tropicana and the Camelot offer breakfast. The Fairfield Inn did not offer breakfast. I don't believe... No, no. The Camelot and Tropicana, I don't believe, offered breakfast. But the Best Westerns do. Um, so that's a nice thing. They have a nice coffee machine in the lobby, not lots of seating in the lobby too. I will say, uh, the park place, it it's, it's actually a little bit bigger. Um, it's got some added space in there. So especially some of them have a little bit like a seating area, which is also a pull out, but it, it has a little bit more space to it. It's a little bit dark inside the rooms, but everything's really, really nice and kept clean. Um, oh, a lot of space, actually. Now, as I think about it, that was my biggest thing. Is like there's lots of places to stow, stow luggage. Hmm. So even if there's four of you in the room, you don't have to wonder, where is are we putting everyone's suitcases? There's lots of places to put, put uh, things in. Um, that was the biggest thing that stuck out to me about the park place. They are in the process of, like, modernizing right now. So, like, their elevators weren't all operable because they were <laughs> modernizing them but, and it's an older building, significantly older, but it's, it was a nice room. Right next door, same company owns it, the Best Western, not next door, it's down a couple. It's the next Best Western you come to, which is the Best Western Anaheim Inn. Apparently this is the second Best Western ever. So interesting, interesting fact for you. This one, a lot of it is the same. They also offer breakfast. I love their breakfast area. It's a huge breakfast area that they have there, the Anaheim Inn. The rooms are just a little bit smaller than at the Park Place. Um, but I liked the pool area better at the Anaheim Inn hmm. than at the Park Place. That was the only really big difference I noticed. Everything else was so similar between the two. It was just the fact that the Park Place is directly across the street from the parks. And the Anaheim Inn is a little <laughs> bit further south. Like two feet south. <laughs> It was like three very small hotels south. And that's it. Yeah, they're both pretty close. Uh, the last one that we toured was the Grand Legacy which is also walking distance to the parks, they offer 14 different types of rooms. Wow. Right now, Getaway Today only sells two, but they're two really good options. So if you are looking for a really good value option on Harbor Boulevard that is really, really close to the parks, go to the Grand Legacy and get their uh, two-double room. Not two-queen, two-double. That is the downside. (laughs) They are smaller beds. It's a smaller room, small bathroom but everything in it is really, really nice. Uh, kept up well, clean, in good shape. It's just small, but it's a good value option. If you want more of the moderate option that they have there, then you can get their like standard two queen. I think they call it the two queen plus or something like that. Um, and it's a significantly bigger room. Basically, it's the same basic things as you'd get in the double, in the two double, except that it's more, more space. Yeah, I was kind of baffled
1: just when we walk by that one. It doesn't look amazing on the outside, but then I, just looking at even before you did the tour, mm-hmm. looking at the pictures, I'm like, Holy cow, this is a nice hotel.
0: <laughs> it's quite nice, and it was actually my favorite pool area it's that really we looked cool through on the video. Um, it's a great pool area. It has a little splash pad area for the kids. They have beach balls that you can play with. Um, the shape of the pool is great if you want to have your own little like corner to hang out in, or still plenty of space for kids to play around. So I really, really liked that. So you can consider the Grand Legacy as well and all of these hotels i talked about you can book them through getaway today i'm not going to put individual links for them in the podcast description just because that's too many but just know if you click on our link for getaway today you could book any single one of these um so let's hear some of your questions
1: questions from the instant questions and then we're going to talk about the weston yes um mermaid figure skater 93 said which one is the best for those who want to take a break from the
0: parks it depends on what you want as a break. If you want to get back to your hotel quickly, any of the ones I listed on Harbor, it's just going to be a really quick jaunt to your room. And then you can just, if you just want to take a nap.
1: Maybe if they mean, if you mean like pool time.
0: If you want pool time.
1: Courtyard for sure. I would
0: say the courtyard is an option unless you like literally want pool time. And then I would say the Grand Legacy or the Westin hmm. uh, because they had the nicest pools. Um, but that's, that's what I would say. If that, guessing what you mean by... Um, break time from the park Honey and vodka asked thoughts on Hojo I have no thoughts on the hojo because I have never even been in that building We've been by it it looks really cool and it, people love it um, A lot of people swear by it I have I can't give any personal yeah personal thoughts on it
1: uh, Avalon said how is the Anaheim hotel really good we've talked about that before in other episodes and you have firsthand knowledge from them
0: They <laughs> are event their long-term plan is to because it's a really old hotel and their long-term plan is to actually just tear everything down and rebuild just restart which when you see the rooms you're like yeah it's not (laughs) not bad the the
1: what the vip suite or whatever we were presidential suite we were accidentally upgraded to was amazing but yeah it's It's good good. (laughs) and it's close and it's not that expensive yeah especially
0: considering that it's not
1: that expensive you'll be fine dina roxanne 42 asked which good neighbor hotel is the closest to walk in walking distance to the entrance to Disneyland.
0: If you want the ones that I'm... These are the ones that are literally I think the Camelot steps. is right across the street, right? The Camelot, the Tropicana, and the P- Best Western Park Place are right across the street. Are immediately across the street, and but, there's a light there, right? The, yes. Yeah, the pedestrian light. Uh, but any of the ones that I listed on Harbor are at most a seven-minute walk. At the very most, it's a seven-minute walk. But if you want, like, you walk out your door... And there's the parks. The Camelot, the Tropicana, and the Park Place are, are the ones you're looking for. All right.
1: Uh, fantastically. Disney asked, best hotels for solo travelers who are looking for something clean, safe, and close? Ooh, for solo travelers, I
0: would actually say... Sounds like that Grand Legacy small one, right? Possibly the Grand Legacy. Yeah, especially if you want to like save a little bit of money, do the d- two doubles at the Grand Legacy because it doesn't matter for one person if it's a double bed. I would also say the either the best Westerns are good, not a ton of money. Um, I mean, you could do the Anaheim Inn, which is cheaper and a little bit smaller. If you want to splurge, do the Westin. Which I actually <laughs> was going to say, like, honestly, with my solo time at the Westin. You just had a great time. I had a wonderful time, and I found myself wanting to go back to the hotel. Because it's so entertaining. All the time, because there was so much actually to do. Again, I'm going to talk about it in a little bit. But I think, because I have stayed at the Fairfield Inn by myself, but I think that I would suggest the Grand Legacy, the Anaheim Inn, or the Westin. Depending. The Westin, you're going to pay some money, but it's just, there's so much to do there for a solo traveler.
1: Gabby G. Shortado asked if you had to pick the bus walking distance. Said that with uh, Camelot or Tropicana. Dumbo Travels. Which one would you guys go back to if you had a big budget? The Westin. Westin I want to go. 100% the Westin. Don't even. Okay, next. <laughs> uh, the Anaheim Marriott versus the Courtyard, which we have stayed at the Marriott. Courtyard. Yeah. The Marriott's a little further, and it's not been updated amazingly,
0: so. I didn't, I wasn't a big fan of, I, I know people like the hardwood floors now in hotels. It made the Anaheim Marriott feel echoey. Yeah. And it was a little bit too far away to justify a lot of the things. It's a really nice hotel, but the courtyard, granted the courtyard's much more expensive than the Anaheim Marriott. Yeah. It is much more expensive. Which, so Marriott's usually are
1: fairly expensive, but that one's not, Because I think they realize since it's not super updated, but it's not bad. Don't get me wrong. No. So, but um, I would probably say Courtyard. And then our last question, Major Troublemaker asked, best good neighbor hotel on a poor student budget and best hotel
0: for couples? Poor student budget, <laughs> I would say, especially if you're going as a couple, I would suggest either the Anaheim, the Best Western Anaheim Inn or the Tropicana for yeah. a couple. Yeah, Tropicana is a lot cheaper it looked
1: like. Um, if you go on the right time of year or week or whatever, the Weston isn't super expensive and it's just so dang nice.
0: <laughs> yes. If you're yes. wanting a
1: four-star experience but you're like, "Oh, I can't afford the Grand Californian," then do the Weston.
0: Let me just let's just use that as a segue to talk more about a time at the Weston, um because it was it was so nice. I mean, I did I got they were hosting me there like um and it was it was so beautiful. Like when you when you first arrive, it's kind of obvious that they they actually have some former Disney landscapers that work at the Weston. because as you go from the Weston and then cross the street on Disneyland <laughs> Drive to head toward the parks, it just seamless. It's seamless because it's basically the same quality of landscaping around. It's so stunning. Um, the Grand Californian is very craftsman style, and so it's more old school and woodsy and earthy, and that's the idea. The Westin is much more modern, a much more modern, like postmodern vibe um, everywhere, and like just I love the clean lines, I love the clean walls, and there's lots of like greenery all around. Um, like, live plants everywhere. It's so and beautiful. everything's so modern. You had, like, you show all the buttons Everything. on the wall. And <laughs> Everything Everything, <laughs> like, a, a massager
1: that you can rent out.
0: Yes, they have so <laughs> many things. The rooms are huge and really, really well laid out. If you get a theme park view, wow. you get these astounding views of the back of California Adventure. And so I was, like, watch, sitting there just watching the Incredicoaster roll by, <laughs> which was super, super fun. Um, they also have... I, some of these other hotels, they have restaurants. Sometimes they're just like an IHOP or like a Panera or a McDonald's. Nothing that's super fancy. Um, but if you want to go to like these destination restaurants, I even think, if they're quick service. I think service, Panera's fancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go to these destination restaurants, even like quick service, Disney hotels usually offer them. The Westin is the only other one that kind of does it the same way that Disney does, where there's these great restaurants that are out technically outside of the hotel that are easily accessible. But are also, like, part of the hotel. Like, uh, Puesto, I've heard so many people tell me about Puesto, this Mexican restaurant, and now I'm really excited to go and try it. And then I told you guys time and time again about Blossom Cafe right there. That's their quick service option. They have, like, their own coffee uh, that they source for this. And Horchata Latte, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Like, it was so good. And I'm not a huge coffee drinker, and I thought it was so good. Maybe it's because it tasted more like a churro to me. And we all know how I feel about that. And it's right off of Catella. If you are ever walking down Catella for any reason, you need to stop in there. Uh, do not be surprised if we're not even staying at the Westin, and I show up with, like, some horchata yeah. lattes because they were so, so good. Um, everything about it was just, I said, you just felt like you wanted to spend more time there. And it's not that far away from the park. So everyone thinks that it's super far away. It's a block south of the Pixar Place Hotel.
1: Yeah, so if, for those of you who don't know, and it's right by um, Disneyland Drive slash West Street, depending on which part of it you're on. So you just go, just turn left and then right, and you're just a few steps away from where the Pixar
0: Place Hotel is. So you're 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 essentially in the midst of it all. So You really are. Like there's that light right there in the corner. That's Disneyland Drive. Yep. Yeah, and then you just start walking up and... It may take you a little bit of time to walk to the parks. Once you get through downtown Disney, if you're going to Disneyland, you can hop on the monorail yeah. if you feel like that's too much walking. But when you're coming back, you can cut through the Grand Californian. Yes, you can go out through the Grand Californian. You can't go in unless you're staying there. So, And the same thing goes for, that Pixar, for the Pixar Place Hotel entrance into DCA. You can exit out that way. Yep. And it takes you, again, just right at the right entrance there. of the Grand Californian. So it can actually save you time getting back to the hotel. Yep. Um, but yeah, if you don't know, like the
1: entrance through security is over by the Disneyland hotel. So you have to cross the street and then go kind of around the parking lot of the Pixar place, but it's still not terrible.
0: And the, there's much less security over there, much less. Um, so it's, it was so ex- I, ugh, elegant. I think that's like the best way I can put it. It's so elegant, but it's not even anywhere close to the price that you'd pay at the Grand Californian. <laughs> and I'm, I'm. I love Disney. I think this actually is better than the Grand Californian. <laughs> We're not
1: the biggest Grand Californian fans. We we tell people if they want to stay at a really nice place for like a honeymoon or something, the Disneyland Hotel is actually much more amazing than yeah. the Grand Californian.
0: So if you're thinking you want to go to the Grand Californian, you want a really, really four, like a specifically four-star experience. Because the Disneyland Hotel is not four-star. It's actually three-star, which is weird. But if you really want that experience, go to the Westin. Because that's going to be it's going to feel so much more worth your money. You're not getting those Disney perks. Like you're not getting early entry. You can't have like your um, stuff shipped to your, the souvenirs shipped to the hotel. They can't do that, but um, they offer so much more and their concierge and their staff are just so, so gracious, so kind and really professional. I loved working with them. And also if you are driving to the parks and maybe you just want to try out one of these restaurants, Drive over to the Westin because you can get free two-hour valet parking Ooh. with any at any of the restaurants. Nice. You just ask for validation, and so you can have that really nice like pull-up valet takes your car, and you're just <laughs> having a night on the town. And you just go to Blossom or something, and it's that's fine. It's and honestly you can't. <laughs> I
1: got my latte. I know, right?
0: <laughs> it's it's awesome. So just they probably something. have a minimum payment on the validation. Well, just, yes, it but could it's be like one piece of gum. Please. But it, no, it's not. That. <laughs> it's usually if you got a meal of like any kind, it's going to be enough. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, you do have to have some food, but you don't have to buy like you don't have to eat at a four course meal at Puesto in order to to qualify for it. Just three, three just three, three. That's all. No, um, but seriously, I would I would highly recommend it. It was such it was such a good stay. I hope to go back soon. I want to. go. Oh, you want to come with me? Shut up. I didn't say anything about you coming with me. That's true. Remember, I said this is great for solo travel. That's true. (laughs) So, um... I think that's the end of our episode today. Yeah. I knew I knew it was going to be a long one because we had a lot of information to go through, but if you guys have, have any questions on Good Neighbor Hotels reach out to us ask us uh, we'll be happy to answer the questions for you again as I said all of these hotels and more you can book through our friends at Getaway today so you use that link in the description and it can save you some money if you use our code DL4EVER you can save an extra $10 on your trip and then make sure that you follow us uh, subscribe to get the podcasts as they drop and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and I think that's it. I think that's about it. Thank you again to the Weston. I've had a fabulous time, as you can tell, That's all the things I'm talking about. And then make sure you keep an eye out on social media because we're going to be there starting Sunday. Yep. So we'll be showing things off to you. But all right. Bye. Bye.